0: Listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loud-mouthed movie cynic.
1: And action. Alright, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And James, what is our topic for this week? Thanksgiving. Th- thanksgiving, you mean?
0: No. Thanks-giving. You see the Thanks. emphasis there? The, 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 the pause. <laughs> yeah, in celebration of the holiday, Thanksgiving, which is all run together, yes. we are thanksgiving. Ah, so we are giving thanks to
1: the, to the, to the world of, uh, of movies here this week. So what we're going to do is talk about some things this year that we're thankful for in the genre of this movie conversation. Yes. So uh, what about you? Why don't you start us off? Okay. Do you have
0: any, any hot-button thanks to give this year? Here we go. Well, it's you know it's not things that I'm thankful for just here. It's it's thank- things that I'm thankful for in the movie industry in general. Oh, okay, great. So you know it's not yeah. just it's not just current. I'm gonna go back to the past. Okay, a little great. Bit. We're gonna we can backtrack a little bit. Okay, the first thing I'm gonna I'm gonna be thankful for. I was I was reflecting on movies that I really enjoy mm. and movies that I've enjoyed yes. over long spans of time, and I'm dipping into '80s movies. Ooh, and specifically. Comedies in the 80s. Mm. And I want to give some shout-outs here. Okay. Hit shout me up. Out. See if you've seen these some movies. Some thanks here. I'll shout them out. I'm clearly fans of them. I'm very thankful for them. I'm thanks, giving <laughs> to them, right? I'm giving thanks to them. We're giving thanks. You to react to my okay. to my 80s movies right. right here. Um, number one. This isn't a comedy, but fuck. Anyway, it's it's an <laughs> 80s movie. The original karate kid. Oh. And what are you thankful for? For the original Karate Kid, just that it exists. <laughs> that it exists, that it's it's entertaining to this day. Right? Oh yeah. Um yeah, sure, it's dated. It's 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 straight eighties. Everything about it, the fashion, sure. the dialogue, the look, the feel, the simplistic story arc. Yeah. Um I love it. I love the Karate Kid. Great movie. Here's another oh, sorry, what do you got? No,
1: I was just gonna say great acting from uh from Mr. Miyagi and some some wonderfully interesting uh plot development inside of that movie, so
0: and you have to, as a side note, you have to be thankful for, what's his name, Billy Zabka? The yes. ultimate prick bad guy of mm-hmm. every 80s movie <laughs> with, his, with his wispy, parted blonde hair and tall and he's built and he's clearly able to mess up anybody that gets in his way. Mm-hmm. And he played the perfect asshole in every movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. Speaking it's, of which, is yes.
1: another movie he was in. Maybe you've heard mm-hmm. of just one of the guys. Just one of the guys. You know what? You got me because I haven't heard of it. Classic 80s comedy.
0: Fill me in. It's where uh, a high school girl writes a piece for her student newspaper, and she fancies herself a very good writer. Uh. And it gets rejected, and she says, you know what? If if a guy had written this article, I think you see where this is going, <laughs> it would have won the award. And the newspaper editor laughs. Or, oh, oh, you're such a silly young lady. Oh, whatever, uh. right, right? So she dresses up like a guy, goes to a different high school as nice. a guy, and You see where it goes. Hijinks ensue. A guy befriends him slash her. Feelings emerge. (laughs) Blah blah. blah. Billy Zabka is like the 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 boyfriend that turns into a complete reveals himself to be an asshole. Ah, yes. And uh, of course. Anyway, let's move on since you haven't seen it. Thinly veiled under his uh, exterior. I recommend it. We we (laughs) me and my friends grew up on it. Just one of the guys. You would love it. Okay. Actually, I take that back. Billy Zabka is not the fucking boyfriend of that movie. I'm getting him crossed up with another blonde headed douchebag Uh, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right, uh, two more real quick. Nonetheless, it all stands. Breakfast Club. Mmm. Not a pure comedy. Yeah. Almost like a play, right? Yeah. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah, The acting a good in that movie is phenomenal. I'm actually
1: surprised that you enjoy that movie. Ooh, the You could dialogue? have busted that out for your surprise Really? Issue. Yeah, I, I would have thought you would have been a... Uh... Oh, put what? off by Edward Board or something. I don't no know. way. The dialogue—it's it, like a. To me, it's a play. In fact, yeah, I think I read somewhere that he is. wrote it to be a
0: play. Well, that and makes it, perfect sense. it plays sense. out like
1: that. How ah. about the ending to that movie? Doesn't get much more 80s than that. <laughs> don't you na, 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 na. forget about me?
0: Da, Fist pump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that's great. All right, last one I got in my category okay. of 80s movies revenge of the nerds oh why not wonderful movie you see it when you're young enough you don't get a lot of the jokes (laughs) you don't understand the man can they really watch the camera footage for that long like when they hit the cameras in the sorority girl house but anyway revenge of the nerds that's that's my four 80s movies i have a few more but it's time for kyle to speak kyle ah yes what are you thanksgiving here's
1: the deal yeah, so our Crutch Movie podcast will come out sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that I might have a new Crutch Movie coming out for multiple seasons, which I am excited about. And the title of that movie coming out this year is called Krampus. Krampus. Have you heard of this, James? I have not. Krampus. Not just a movie, an old legend of Krampus. You're not aware, as I can you tell can, by uh, your face. Let I don't even, you, I, I,
0: can, I have no, nothing. Let me, nothing. I let me nothing.
1: paint you a picture of Krampus paint. and why I'm so excited for this movie. Krampus is, in essence, an old, I believe, Germanic legend where kids in Germany and uh, the surrounding countries grew up knowing that if they were good... Saint Nicholas, or whatever they call him (laughs) over there, would come and bring them toys, and it would be just a bountiful, wonderful festival had by all. For those who were not so good, Krampus was basically Satan incarnate for the holiday season. Krampus is a giant devil man with hooved feet and chains that he would use to whip and beat bad children and torture them and do all of this sadistic, horrible stuff to these bad children in the hopes that next year they would be good or become better people.
0: No, wait, this is a movie about the legend of Krampus? That is the
1: legend of Krampus. Krampus. Yes, and Krampus was Santa's little helper. So Santa basically gave him the naughty list and mercenary of pain, Krampus (laughs) steps into our realm and Wrecks some kids. Now this is totally messed up. Yeah. That being said, every year, my sister loves this and chooses to torture me with all of this stuff about Krampus during one of the most wonderful times of the year I love, coming from the Midwest. All the snow and beautiful scenery and all the family get-togethers and happiness that come with the holiday season. And my sister continues to this day, to torture me with Krampus and ruin all my festivities but this year coming out rather soon I can't remember when Krampus is being made into that legend into a horror film looks like a horror comedy kind oh of my. film and I think it's going to bridge a wonderful gap for me between the uh, horror and the Christmas uh, genres of films That I've never been able to get into. There's all those like Santa sleigh, like terrible like C D minus movies that exist out there. Mm -hmm. But I've always wanted to enjoy something like that and not feel guilty about it. So I've watched the trailers. I've read a little bit about it. It looks interesting. It's something that my sisters tortured me with all this time. So I think it'll be something fun and really spooky that I can use as a crutch movie for both of those holidays, depending on my mood. Interesting. But now, Kyle, you got to be honest. Too. So I'm giving thanks for that movie existing.
0: Go ahead. Krampus, I'm honest. But I, I, I need you to be honest. Yes. You've seen the preview. You, you know it's on the horizon. Mm-hmm. You're thankful for it. I'm thankful but does it look like it's going to be quality or does it look like it's going to be leprechaun? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, are, we looking at a lepre- are we looking at leprechaun? You know I don't what know what we're looking at. Uh, it's got some really strong
1: uh, actors and actresses in it. Right. And from what I've seen, it looks like it has some pretty interesting writing. That being said, I have no idea. It could be totally horrible or totally good but i'm thankful that somebody is taking the weirdness that is that legend and putting it on display in maybe a kind of satirish way so other people can live my pain thanks hallie for you know, all of your
0: support <laughs> now that you've mentioned it now that we've talked about it yeah i do remember that a long time ago i read in one of those time life books you ever get those time life books ah, yes. that are fully illustrated with mm-hmm. lots of pictures and very little actual knowledge oh, yeah. and content i do remember they described the like the legend if you will of krampus this little mm-hmm. devil-like creature who, yep. who was sort of the the wicked side of the equation right
1: they have a krampus yeah. i've festival. seen pictures i've seen paintings oh and yeah. Stuff. yeah they have a krampus festival every year where people just get wasted And put on costumes and run through the streets banging things and terrorizing people. And that's fun for them. Good God. Over in, I believe, Germany. Good God. Well, look look forward to the movie. (laughs) So I'm thankful that that weirdness is being manifested in what looks like it could be a good movie. So anyway, give us something else, James. Okay, okay. I went on
0: a little bit long about that. That's okay. I'm excited. (laughs) It's it's loud on the set with Kyle and James. That's true. All right. Uh, Next thing that I'm thankful for, that I'm thanksgiving, I'm giving thanks for, is, you know, despite at times my lack of clarity and my inability to be articulate on the podcast and (laughs) my resorting to cursing and just flipping out of things, I fancy myself a movie critic. Yes. Hey, I got a podcast, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thankful that over time I've developed critical skills thanks to talking to people like Kyle, thanks Um, to reading Thoughtful reviews of movies and things like that. And I I used the following trilogy as an example of good critical thinking. Okay. And that's my thoughts on the Batman trilogy. Ooh, yes. Okay? Yes. The The, the latest one. Yeah. Why? Because the whole world fell in love with these movies. (laughs) And as a good critical thinker and analyzer of movies, Kyle, I'm thankful that I can really pick them apart. Yeah. And I'll I'll do this quick so we can move along. Sure. But let's start with the original. Batman Begins. It's it's a it's an alright movie, you know. Um, the the fucking the fight scenes suck, you know. Like <laughs> the the cinematography is absolutely horrible. No, for for an action movie, I've never seen such poor camera work. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Interesting. A comic book is supposed to be crisp action, like it, the the sort of heart of most comics and most stories in the comic genre should be the battle. Like, now I, I must mean, say it's I have classic s- hero versus villain stuff, right? And the the the, the fight sucked. Mm-hmm.
1: Really? I haven't seen the. I haven't seen Batman Begins in a long time. Um, I've I've seen it a couple times, but it's been a while since I watched it. Something I do remember about the second one, uh-huh. so The Dark Knight, right. and the third one, is that yeah. there was a lot more emphasis on um, cinematography than from the first one, and specifically fight choreography um, and things like that. And one of the limitations I think they had was in editing, because those movies get really dark, and the first one's dark as well. Yeah. And... I think the the brutality that comes with the the hand-to-hand combat and everything that that's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that you'll notice if you watch those movies is that any moments of really extreme violence, especially in the second one with the Joker and everything, right. is that any of those moments where anything really terrible is happening, you're not really seeing it on screen. They do lots of cutaways and yes. implications and things. Mm-hmm. So I think they were a little... Um, pinned in by the editing process and keeping it that solid pg-13 without going over the edge on any of those really extreme fight situations or anything that being said i think that it got way better in the second one and third one as they kind of gave him carte blanche to you know go forward and make the rest of the trilogy but i remember in batman begins being a little confused at times with what was going on on screen yeah Um, there's some big set pieces that are a little bit hard to follow yeah um
0: yeah. Absolutely. But I, so I I agree with that. You no, know, to, to wrap up my analysis my rapid analysis of them the the second one to me is a complete mess of editing. Um, I like it. Everybody likes it because Heath Ledger the sh, you know just mm-hmm. unbelievable performances the Joker, right. and stuff. but that movie dragged on. It essentially had like three endings. Yeah. And it fell into the same trap of introduce a villain, kill off a villain yeah. in the in the form of Two-Face. Mm-hmm. And it just it it went on and on and it was an editing mess. There are, there are plot holes left and right. Mm-hmm. Like, one, one minute, all the cops are going down to the harbor to get the Asian guy who's lit on fire on top of a stack of money. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're all going in a different direction. What about the burning barge? Like, what happened there? Yeah. It, like, on, you can really pick them apart. And then the mm-hmm. third one is a complete mess send all the cops down to the sewers, a siege of a city for three months when you were just going to blow it up anyway. So, so, what is going on here? How did he get back to the city? Why did he waste time lighting the bridge on mm-hmm. fire to make a cool logo? Like, Mm-hmm. Complete bite off of the crow. Like, you know, if if you don't get brainwashed and you take a step back and you're a critical thinker about these movies, they're, they're very flawed. You know? yeah. So I'm, I'm thankful, bottom line, Kyle. Yeah. Bottom line, I'm thankful to be a good critical movie thinker. Yeah, thinking.
1: I think you are as well and I think some people might be a little confused by your taste at times when you <laughs> that you've mentioned on the podcast but you do you got you take all these notes and you've got really thorough conclusions yeah. and I agree with almost all of what we've talked about so far so I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. And yeah, the the trilogy for sure is is flawed. There are a lot of plot holes and gaps and things that that have happened and you know that comes with making these huge budget mm-hmm. spectacle films and and Things
0: are changing, and yeah. You know, speaking of plot holes, whatever happened to the guy (laughs) in the trench coat? Whatever happened (laughs) to the guy in the trench coat? He needed more
1: screen time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kyle, take us in there. Okay,
1: so I have something something that I'm thankful for uh, uh, this holiday season. So every year, um, movies, of course, get released on holidays
0: every once in a while. Yes, yes, yes.
1: And um, I have gone and seen a movie on Christmas before. The Christmas Day. Christmas Day before. That being said, I think it's happened like one time. And I think it was for a lack of, of planning on our family's part oh of getting everything done. But I'm always curious as to why they open on Christmas because I'm wondering if there is a big draw to these movies. But here's something that I wanted to say. Yeah. I'm thankful for the films that come out on Christmas because I can have this discussion with you right now. So I'm Mm -hmm. thankful for this situation because I want to read you a list of the (laughs) films that are coming out this Christmas Day, December Wait, wait, wait. all these are coming out on December 2015. Oh yeah, let me read you a list of them and I want you to see if you notice any trends with these or anything. So the first one is called The Hateful Eight, the new Quentin Tarantino movie. The second one is called Concussion. I believe we've talked about before, Mm -hmm. about the NFL concussion scandals. The next one is the remake of Point Break. Moving on, the next one is The Revenant, Mm -hmm. also coming out on Christmas Day. And then we have a Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg film, Daddy's Home, coming out. And the last one is simply called Joy. But wait, I want to read you the description before you get confused or anything. Joy is the wild story of a family across four generations. Oh, very nice. Centered on the girl who becomes the woman who founds a business dynasty and becomes a patriarch in her own right. Inspiring. Betrayal, treachery, the loss of innocence, and the scars of love pave the road in this intense emotional and human comedy. Directed by David O. Russell, one of my favorite directors. He's good, he's good. James, does anything confuse you? About the list of films that are coming out on Christmas Day,
0: not a single um, oh boy, trick question or not, but yeah, know, just give
1: me I, any impressions right off the bat from what none I of them are about in.
0: Christmas. none of them are about Christmas, okay.
1: Uh, uh, that's all, fair.
0: they're all they're all intense sounding, like yeah, po- they point, are, yeah, like really intense action or what or, says
1: the holiday spirit more than Quentin Tarantino films? Yeah, notorious <laughs> for. Lots of gunplay and gore and violence. And how about, ooh, NFL concussion scandals? Very fun Christmas topic. <laughs> how about surfing uh, bank robbers? That sound, Skydiving. That sounds fucking... good. And how about bloody frontier justice? Uh, <laughs> the, the Revenant, inspired by true events. The Revenant is an immersive and visceral cinematic experience capturing one man's epic adventure of survival and the extraordinary power of the human spirit. Oh, that sounds good. Except that it's about a legendary explorer whose uh, friends are brutally murdered and he's left for dead and then comes back and exacts his revenge on people. So, wow, I would just, I'm thankful that... You're thankful for this? I'm thankful (laughs) that... We live in a world where this can happen, and I can look at you right now in this list of movies and go, seriously, what in the hell is going on with this?
0: Well, I don't know. I don't... Hey, if you're if you're if you're trying to make a, a broader commentary on society and whatnot I am. and how we're just awash in Bite violence. On it. Oh, all right. How about an obsession with yeah, with with over the top violence, and every movie is just murders and guns and it's all just so easy and take it for granted Mm -hmm. I remember back in the day when when a death in a movie was a big deal you Mm -hmm. know and now it's all Braveheart scale just massive slaughtering you know and um, you know however you want to connect these dots like how how that impacts us as a society that's for our future podcast coming up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, when we go into a different genre. <laughs> so here's, anyway,
1: so here's what I am. Thankful you you for. tell me
0: what you're thinking. More than that,
1: list is that I have. Uh, I'm spending Thanksgiving with my girlfriend, and we're nice. we're gonna have a wonderful day. Nice. And uh, and I'm not gonna think about you know going and watching any movies. And on Christmas, I'll do the same thing. Not everybody celebrates Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody out there, yep. starting from now until whenever you want the holidays to be over. Correct. Um, yeah. And uh, and I just think that it's kind. Kind Of a weird, weird thing that this is, uh, that these are all maybe they can't put them anywhere else, and they're like, Yeah, hey, nobody's gonna see them on Christmas anyway, so just throw them in the theaters, then people will catch up someday.
0: Well, you know, you baited me in, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. conclude my yes, comments because I, it's unbelievable to me. I made the mistake <laughs> a couple of months ago of taking two very young boys, Kyle, mm-hmm. to see Avengers 2. Mm. Now, Let's be honest, folks. I, went, I took them so that I can go see it you know, for a second time. <laughs> but whatever. Um, and I, I'm not a parent yet, right? I don't think about these things. But as I was sitting there with these two young boys who were in my family, I became concerned of the level of violence, you know? Yeah. Not even in the movie, but, and not even during the previews, but during the movie theater's commercials for its own Snack bar. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Because the logo of this movie theater chain, and it was a chain, it wasn't one little independent theater. Okay. It was like this massive megaplex that sure. you see everywhere. All right. Their logo was like here's how they wanted to sell us popcorn and soda. Okay. Their logo was an army of thousands and thousands of these little logos descending upon a city and then engaging the like the same logo, I guess maybe in a different color. <laughs> and they fucking fought a battle complete with guns and lasers and explosions. And this was just and I was sitting there, I had nobody to vent to. I'm not gonna yeah, turn yeah. to the little kids and go, <laughs> whatever happened, let's go out to the lobby. You know? I liked it better when the popcorn sort of sung and danced to us. Now we have like logos destroying each other. I mean, there were blimps in yeah. the sky bombarding each other. And then after that, I was so aware of it. I wasn't desensitized oh, anymore. Yeah. I woke up and then I'm sitting there, I watch Avengers 2 with Aww. two little boys also mega violence right off the, right off the bat. I mean, Disney tries to sanitize it a little bit. You don't actually right. see a lot of the impact. Yeah. But Come on, like a bunker full of soldiers that the Hulk just blasts through. What's the assumption there? Mm-hmm. You know, or gunshots everywhere. I, uh, yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's move on. Anyway, worldview just yes. leap into this. <laughs> We're supposed to be giving thanks. Well,
1: oh. yes, I'm giving thanks for for our wonderful conversations that we get to have Perfect. about Excellent. these crazy things. Angry so. rant. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I'm thankful too. All right, okay. give us something else. Okay, we'll wrap it up. One more from you. One more from me. And one more from me. me, we'll, more me. we'll we'll
0: we'll tone it down a bit. How about okay. we tone it down? Yeah. Right? with something fun, okay. right. something enjoyable. Kyle, I am thankful for. What I, has, I have labeled here as idiosyncratic behaviors in movies. Ooh. Let me explain what I mean. <laughs> Please do. And as usual, I use a list to hammer home my point. Okay. In Die Hard, for example, mm. John McClane has such idiosyncratic behaviors in that movie, does he not? His gestures. Speaking of ultraviolence. <laughs> oh, man, you're right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, but you know what I mean? Like his smirks, his, his way of handling himself in that movie. Sure. The, of course, his quotes, right? Yeah. His uh, cavalier attitude. One the of the way-
1: greatest Christmas movies of all time. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I oh watch it every God. year. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's become a new tradition. <laughs> uh, crutch movie. Crutch movie. Oh, but I mean, really, like, every little idiosyncratic behavior in that movie, the way... He lights cigarettes, you know, mm-hmm. the way he stares off into the distance, squinting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Bruce His whole Willis, vibe in that movie. He is, gets
1: stereotyped, but he's a, he's a great actor. Yeah. You can see that in his uh, his TV show, Moonlighting. Have you ever watched that? You Never watched that? it, but I'm familiar. Yeah, it's good.
0: All right, here's some more examples of yeah, idiosyncratic behavior movies. Jurassic Park. The uh, Doc Allen? What is his name? Fuck, I'm forgetting his name. The, uh... The, the number one guy.
1: The... Uh, I know his, Attenborough, the, uh, yeah.
0: Alan is his first name. Oh, you're
1: thinking of Grant. Yeah, Dr. Alan's Grant. Like, yeah.
0: Sorry, okay. everybody. Maybe
1: we'll edit that. <laughs> I thought you meant, uh, the, the dude who designed it all. Oh,
0: no. Not.
1: You meant the archaeologist. Yeah, I meant uh,
0: the archaeologist. Paleontologist. Grant. Grant. The Dr. Grant. Alan Grant. <laughs> In that movie, and, and Kyle and I actually saw that movie together. We have seen a movie oh, together. Oh, we did. And yeah. he's very, old oh, he's very, old oh, what the fuck? Very, old. Oh, <laughs> very, old oh. <laughs> He's very, he's very, I almost said it again idiosyncratic in that movie there's the way he talks to kids when the kids are freaking out but that's not what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. right his way of looking at things his way of picking up the the freshly hatched dinosaur eggs and sniffing them and looking off in the distance sam neill
1: also a very good actor if you want another movie with sam neill in it where he does a fantastic job the piano have you seen this no also starring holly hunter um man speaking of intense and crazy uh films Maybe not one for the holidays, but if you like Sam Neill, another great one that he's been in.
0: Okay, a couple more idiosyncratic right. behavior movies. Um, Back to the Future. I love all the quotes from Doc. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. When he has his... Ronald Reagan? The actor? Yeah. The way... Who's Secretary of State? Jack Benny? Yeah. His reactions. <laughs> there's that word again. Heavy. Everything from his hand gestures to the yeah. way he speaks to nobody mm-hmm. in particular and stuff like that. Yeah. Brilliant. And I'll close it out with one more, Kyle, which okay. I'm sure you will appreciate. This one's for you. All right. This one's for you, Kyle. Excellent. The sound effects of punches and the way people react to them <laughs> in the Indiana Jones movies. Oh. <laughs> when Indy gets punched in the face or when Indy delivers a punch, the way the people react, Indy looks like his whole face mm-hmm. is about to, like, fly off oh, yeah. you know, in one direction. Especially
1: with that big guy. Yeah, the, and the, the, and the, the thunderclap
0: yeah. sound of a punch. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's pretty awesome. I love all those little things. All right, take it away, Kyle. That's that's oh, my... Man. I'm very thankful for all those things because I remember them forever. And you've talked about it a lot in this podcast. When you take care of these little things and they stick mm. with you forever, It's it defines characters at times. Yep.
1: yep. Okay, so here's something, uh, the last kind of thing I'm thankful for, and this mm-hmm. might wrap us up into a um, good discussion here. A okay. good feel-good discussion. Feel-good discussion. I'm thankful that I can't really think of any Thanksgiving crutch films that we have or that I have. There aren't many... Thanksgiving holiday films that I can think of. I'm sure that they exist out there, but there's none like the big Christmas ones and and all of those, uh, the Halloween ones and everything. There aren't really any Thanksgiving crutch movies that I can think of besides Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, if you've ever seen it, which is wonderful. It's like, I think I have. It's like thirty minutes of, uh, they all go to Grandma's house or something and eat candy and have their own Thanksgiving stuff, and it's really nice. But anyway, do they bob for apples? Do I remember seeing that? That's the in the Halloween one. Yeah, sure. no, it's okay. <laughs> Crossing them up, but right. it's a it's it's a good one. But I can't think of any movies that scream um, Thanksgiving. More so, I can think of all the rest of the commercialism that surrounds it with Black Friday and
0: oh, football
1: games that happen every year, and uh, and of course all of uh, the Macy's Day Parade and everything like yeah. that. But I'm glad that I can't think of any Thanksgiving crutch films because. It is a holiday where, whether you celebrate it or not, it's a time of year where people that celebrate, you know, get together with their family. And hopefully everybody has a special time of year like that, where people can just get together and chill, and not just couch potato in front of the TV. You know, my mom loves the dog show every year. The dog show? The dog. You've never seen the dog show. The Purina Dog Show, brought to you by that one guy who does voice acting and is on... uh, Seinfeld or something. Sometimes um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Harry Shearer? No, I I can't remember his name. He's he's got a silver hair. Uh, he's
0: oh, yeah. Peterman. Yeah. He well, he plays Peterman yeah. Seinfeld. Uh-huh. I didn't, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know the actor's name, but anyway,
1: uh, yeah, he does the he's the dog show host right. every year. But anyway, it's it's a time of year where um, people get together and they should be with their families. You know, thinking about their families at least if people aren't able to get around. And just remembering that there's, you know, those special people in your life and not that you're, you know, going to go watch this movie or anything like that. It's a time to get away from that. You know, there's a time and a place True. and True. in a in a culture where we can totally get caught up in the media and all of these things. And they're going to commercialize everything else from here till January. So, I mean, True. and every time of year, basically. But this is heavy, <laughs> heavy commercialism time. So distance the, from those things and just having a special day where you can not worry about anything like that is good, and Excellent. I like that. So I'm thankful for that, uh, that aspect of, of what that holiday means to people and other people that have that sort of uh, event in their years as well.
0: Very nice. You know, you're right. I can't think of a Thanksgiving crutch movie, but in preparation for this podcast, I think... Did you think dig one up? <laughs> I, it's not a crutch movie. Though. Okay. It's, it's, not, it's not considered a classic by any means. And I think... I think it's Thanksgiving, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, with yeah. With John Candy and Steve Martin. I'm pretty sure they're traveling it is. to try to get home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that movie's very funny. That is a great movie. In fact, on my list, we're going to, uh, shoot, I, I wanted to give thanks for John Candy. Oh, yeah. May he rest in peace. Right? Yep. I love a lot of his That's
1: movies. That's a great movie, Planes, He's Trains, different. and Automobiles. Yeah. I, I, uh, I quote that all the time, so I'm with you there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's a thanks to you, right? And Steve Martin. I give thanks yeah.
1: for Steve Martin. Steve, wherever you are, you're you're my you're... favorite in the universe, for, for real. Wow. He's the only other banjo-playing magician stand-up comic besides myself that I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to you. But that brings us to the end of our podcast today. So I Excellent. just wanted to thank you, James, for
0: for <gasps> spending time Shit, with wait, me. Shit, wait, stop, stop, stop. The last thing I wanted to give oh, thanks okay. for was... Kyle Oh It's here on my Yes I want all the listeners to know How thankful I am For Kyle Because he is the one Behind the scenes Who puts in all the work For this podcast Um, All the editing All the sound mixing Whatever has to get done um, You may listen to it And think They don't edit shit (laughs) (laughs) Every fuck-up that they ever do gets its way in. So what any... No, trust me, there's work to be done, and Kyle does it. So Kyle, I am thankful for you.
1: Thanks, buddy. I was just going to say I'm thankful for you doing this and talking about these movies and stuff. Fun conversations, and uh, and we always have a good time. So we hope you are all having a good time with us. Uh, Thank you, James, for spending time with me and doing this. And uh, if you have any Thanksgiving you want to shout out about movies or anything you're happy for... uh, this holiday season send us a mail out on the set of gmail.com check us out on youtube and itunes and uh you can catch us uh anywhere else I don't know all this stuff goes
0: <laughs> Kyle's Kyle's blog yeah
1: oh yeah my blog yeah well if you want to be on the mailing list you can send an email at the loud on the set and you'll get info before it gets released to the rest of the public on where you can Absolutely. access it as well So you to get a little private treat there but anyway thank you everybody again for listening thank you for joining me James it's holiday week and uh, everybody out there um, go spend some some quality time with family or friends or reflect and and do what do what you're thankful for as well mm-hmm. share the love share the thanks
0: see you later and cut